What is up all you addicts out there? Welcome to the Addicted Fishing Podcast. This is episode number 22 and tonight we got a couple special guests in the house tonight, don't we Cameron? That's right, we do. Why don't you guys introduce yourself? What's going on? Hey, how's it going? I'm Joe from uh, Relentless Angling. And I'm Corey from Relentless Angling. Sweet guys. Well, thanks for coming in. We thought, actually, Corey reached out to me and was like, dude, I'd love to get on a podcast with you guys. It seems like a fun time. And I was like, for sure, dude, come in, kick it. It'll be fun. We'll talk winter steelhead. So we thought we'd bring these guys in and talk some winter steelhead. If you don't know, if you're just listening or tuning in, and you don't know who Relentless Angling is, probably the best place to kind of look at them and follow them, in my opinion, is on their Instagram. I'd go to their Instagram, check out Relentless Angling on Instagram. But they also have a Facebook and some other outlets like a, as well as a website, right, guys? What's your Webs- website? We have a website, relentlessangling.com. Yep. Cool. So I kind of met these guys. I honestly don't even really know. It's been years now. Yeah, um, you know, I was thinking about that on the way up here. I feel like you and I have been talking on and off for years, but, like, this is the first time we've sat down and had an actual conversation. Besides, yeah. like, at the sportsman show where we're, like, getting interrupted, like, 20 times. Yeah, we've had we've chatted <laughs> yeah. a lot and been kind of, like, buddies for a long yeah, time now just yeah. haven't actually like hung out with each other much how many times have we tried to fish like oh a dozen? my gosh dude at least a dozen times <laughs> i think it's mostly to... just like honking on the river yeah like, <laughs> what up dude what uh, up, i was just gonna say i'm like how have you guys not linked up because i know we see you guys out there all the freaking time right <laughs> we're all fishing the same days <laughs> who knows who the hell knows but yeah regardless i so i took notice what you guys were doing just because i thought it was cool you guys were promoting the sport of fishing and doing it in a cool way just like we were and getting kind of kids involved on social mm-hmm. media and using the social aspect to kind of drive yeah, fishing. So what what's your guys' goals and what do you guys want to do with Relentless? Uh, when we started out, we were just posting pictures of, of us fishing, kind of just like normal dudes. And we were in the truck one day and we were like, oh, maybe we should start a fishing group. <laughs> and kind of that thing where you look back and forth. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we maybe we should. Um, and over the years, just lots of conversations about, well, why, why do we bother doing this? Why do we exist? Like, why aren't we just posting pictures on our personal pages? Yeah. Why have something called relentless? And <clears throat> the idea of it is, you know, Joe and I have wives, kids, full-time jobs, just like 95% of all the men and women who are fishing. And we wanted to show people what's possible, losing sleep in the morning, working extra here, you know, trying to piece this like fishing life together. Because I think some people just look at Facebook and social media and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, man, do these guys even work? Like you guys hear that all the time. Oh, Right, I can imagine. Like, hear that all the time. Well, let me step in and kind of give. So, Charles, I was talking to Charles about this because we've just yeah. kind of recently brought Charles into what we do with Addicted, and he's been a huge help and just a good angler and just been an all around great guy. So, you know, he kind of was talking to me this weekend about it. And he's like, dude, the reason I freaking love Addicted and love what you guys do and why I like being a part of it is just that he likes being a part of something. Like, right. he likes being a part of, you know, his his passion is fishing. And he wants to do more than just go fishing. Like he wants to do right. more above and beyond that. And so that, you know, that's what addicted kind of drives him to do. And I think anyone out there listening that thinks they have an idea or they want to do something, they should just do it. Just freaking go do it. And I think that's what you guys are doing. And it's hard because you mm-hmm. have full-time job, kids, all that kind of stuff. But you just got to freaking, dude, it's just jug, juggle time. I think Try there's a, I think there's a point too in, in, in any fisherman's life. I mean, you, when you're on social media, you're looking at a magazine, you see Cameron Black holding the awesome spring Chinook. You're like, I want to do that. And, you, and a lot of these guys go out and they go out once like, Oh, I didn't catch it. You know? And I was one of those dudes. Like I'd go out once a month. 
Like I'm going to go fishing this month. And I got to the point where I was like, I realized the way to catch fish is more work and more time on the river, you know, and it's a grind and to be relentless. Right. So like, if that means you got to work at 2 PM and you get up at 5 AM and you drive two hours and you fish for four hours and you turn around and drive back and then you work till midnight, like that's what we do. Right. Like that's where relentless came from. And I mean, we've all done crazy stuff like that, you know? Yeah, Yeah. no, that's, and that's what me and Cam talk about. It's more, what we do is a freaking lifestyle. I mean, it is a part of what, we do. Mm-hmm. And so addicted originally for me was like, I want to share that freaking passion with other people. Like I want other people to feel the same freaking feeling I feel when I reel in a steelhead. Yeah. Sorry for my F bomb out there. People get, I was just gonna say, get, get excited. Yeah, but, you, know, but, you know, and then, and then couple that too, you know, when you're trying to like explain that, you know, that lifestyle and that mentality, a lot of times it's like, you know, you go drive two hours or you go take this like three day trip or you go do whatever. And a lot of times you're not even keeping the damn fish. Yeah, exactly. Catch and release. Like, you're not even keep- Catch and release. Wait, wait, where is it? Well, it's swimming in the river. What? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You don't yeah. understand. You just don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> not so always about funny. me. So when I first started dating Sharon, like that's how it was. I would oh. go fishing during wild steelhead season and I'd, you know, I'd send her these pictures and she's like, oh, you look so hot and that holding that fish. She's like, you bringing that home tonight? You know, just the <laughs> typical like lovey dovey home baby (laughs) and it's like no i let it go and she's like what you know like the average person i think doesn't understand it like they really don't know i think that's a pretty common conversation in a lot of households like my wife you know definitely has those you know those moments and i I know yours does too where she's like wait you just went to catch and release Mm. yeah (laughs) you were gone for how many days yeah (laughs) Or, or even better than that the three day trips and it's like i landed this incredible summer steelhead and then camping was fun you know, and yes. she's like, wait, wait, wait. So you fished for like 20 hours. And you you caught one fish. I'm like, well, yeah, but out of all the guys, it's pretty good, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for 2018. That's just to say this day and age. You right. know, and filming. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because filming our addicted life episodes lately, oh, even God. like just like it's a, it's a oh. grind. And what I think's fun about it and what's going to be so awesome about us capturing these addicted life episodes yeah you're going to be able to see the like what real Northwest fishermen go through. Yep. Like the struggles that we freaking have when we're like trying to find fish. But then you're also going to see when it's like epic. Epic, When yeah. we have these awesome freaking days. And there's going to be these months and there's going to be times where it's like this, right? But it's hard for us, especially Cameron, because he's always just trying to make himself look like the biggest badass in the world. He can't handle putting out <laughs> all these episodes where we're not catching no, fish. No, it's not. No, no, that's not what I said. In any way, he misconstrued that. That was a leap evil can evil could not have made. Okay? No, but I do say, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's funny because we have, like, the addicted life curse. And it, it started with the live feed curse. But then that's what happens when you do stuff live. You know, we go out there. I could catch 100 shad the day before, same tide, same weather, go out the next day, and we only catch a Chinook. Leo, go out sturgeon fishing the day before, catch 50 sturgeon. We have the Instagram stories curse. Like, oh boy. Like, okay, it's not just us. So here it goes. Like, so if if we're dedicated, it's four in the morning, we're like, Loading up the rods. What's up, relentless family? And just like all this stuff. Oh like, yeah, you're 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 loading up and, the story, and then you don't catch a fish. Yeah, and we're showing them the gear and like talking about. All right, it's dropping today, and like this is what our you know we're sharing everything. And then it's like, so yeah, what wah, do I do on oh, the wah, drive home? Exactly. I'm like, wah. dude, don't think I don't see him where it's like Corey in the car, like, 
I watched the whole story all day, and it's like Corey in the car, like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you know, fishing was tough today. You know, like, yeah. I see those. It's funny. They're yeah. hilarious. Yeah. But you, and, do, you do see that everywhere. You see, like, I'll, you know, I follow guys, and, you know, got people on our feeds, and you see those mornings where they're loading up the boat line yep. pictures, yeah. and you're like, yeah. just waiting, like, I'm going to check in on those guys, 10 o'clock. Oh, damn, don't see anything, don't see anything. Like, three days later, they're going at it again, but you know damn well they didn't get a fish the first time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we get those messages like, fish? Fish? Oh, yeah. People fish, 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 fish. Like, <laughs> you catching any? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the number one thing on the live feeds is like, yeah, man, you guys, be nice if you guys caught a fish every once in a while. It's like, oh, right? Man. Is this the first well, one? You've how tuned many into? times? How many times? Like, because yeah. we'll do, you know, we'll do a lot of Columbia stuff in live feeds. Like, how many times? Well, I go out in the morning. Oh my! Know, limit out. Here's the pictures. Sign, seal, and delivered. Waiting for you guys. I'm like, come down here, turn on the cameras on. You can't buy a damn Dude, fish. Th- <laughs> I can't count how many times our cameras been like, oh, it's on today, guys. I got them go. good. Like, it's gonna be a good live feed. We go out there. Womp womp. Yep. Yeah. Womp. That just happens. <laughs> that just freaking happens. as predictable as we wanted to be. Really isn't predictable. Yeah. No, like I said, 2018 yeah. can choke on a fat one. As yeah. far as yep. I'm concerned, it's, it's just been a very inconsistent. It's very challenge. tough fishing. So it's been a struggle since the beginning of summer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a couple good early months like April, May for summers, and then it just was a grind. And yeah. then I went to Alaska and that wrecked me. And oh, I came yeah. back. Joe's never been and I'm the just same. like, yeah. I don't even know if I can fish this week at all. I practically <laughs> lost my fishing friend. I was worried about it. <laughs> Ruined. Where'd you go to Alaska? Uh, we fished the Kenai Peninsula. Okay. Yeah. Right, doing the drive around thing or? Yeah, I went with a buddy and it was like, he just did his own thing. Like, um, just drug me around, told me what to do and where to fish. And so Catch a it. bunch of fish. Yeah. It was Were you after Kings or? Mostly Coho. Coho? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was cool. Did you show all those uh, locals that you can actually catch a fish? Yeah, it was in interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go do a story there. Go ahead and elaborate. Well, you, you know how it is. I mean, you go to a lot of those places, and a lot of people are doing methods that we don't do down oh. here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we roll up with like a bobber and a jig. And lo and behold, you can catch fish on a bobber and jig. And you catch them in the mouth, and you don't catch them in the side, and they're a lot easier to catch release, right? Because really, do you want to keep the pinks anyway? You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, we we can relate to that story, but you'll see that you'll see that in the second Steelhead movie, yeah. real quick. Oh, you keep that Washington stuff at home; it don't work up here. Oh, geez. As, as thirty to forty Steelhead per boat, yeah. Hail six inch pink worms, yeah. When it rains, oh, yeah. shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we've heard that before. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yo, know, you guys, you guys have kids, right? I mean, you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. Do you fish a lot with your kids? Oh yeah, as much as I can. You know, I've done a. I think I've done a good job, like. I've heard horror stories from like other dads and mm-hmm. stuff, you know, growing up and you know, where they've burned their kids out and stuff. Yeah. But you know, he gets definitely gets his licks in, gets, gets a couple of weeks with me down at Bowie Tan, And you know, we definitely, we definitely get our shots in there. So he's still super jazzed. Oh gosh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I awesome. see your boys. That's are awesome. Way oh yeah. yeah. Your boys are insane. Yeah. I, it's awesome. You know, it wasn't always like that, you know, I mean, especially when they're young, I mean, you take them with you and you just plan, you just start your day out and you're like, this day is going to really not probably be the best, but it's about, you know, teaching them how fun it can be. And like a, a trick is to bring a lot of food, right? Oh, yeah. Junk <laughs> food for sure. And maybe a, like a, a promise of something else afterwards. Uh, but, Burgerville. Yeah. I mean, the minute my kids started catching steelhead, it was over. And then yeah. my middle kid, Jake, he's the bass guy, right? He went from catching steelhead like crazy and like got to the point where he thought it was easy and now he's all over bass. And I'm like, you've gone the complete opposite of how most people go. Like I've seen that kid devastated though, losing a steelhead this summer. Yeah. 
He was devastated. He still wants to catch him. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he's talking about fishing for bass this weekend. I'm like, dude, it's <laughs> it's frozen outside. Yeah, hey, tell him no. Be like, nah, man. Uh, he's... I gotta draw the line in the sand on this one. It's winter steelhead. Uh, he's it's relentless. Just... I'll take him somewhere and drop him off and let him do his thing. Come mm-hmm. back <laughs> and pick him up. But it's been a lot of fun going through that journey with them and getting them uh, motivated and inspired and fired up about it. You know, it's it's cool. It's fun to see. Well, cool. Let's talk some winter steelhead. Let's talk. Let's talk some winter steelhead. Yeah. All you guys out there, if you're watching on YouTube, tap this little subscribe button. I've been pleasantly surprised at how many people are actually tuning into these things and watching them on YouTube. So that's badass. We yeah. appreciate it. And if you're on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, any of those, please leave us a review. Leave us a review. The more reviews we have, the better placement iTunes will give us on our podcast. So please leave us a review. We appreciate it very much. With that being said, have you guys caught any winter steelhead yet? No. I've hooked two. Two. I've hooked two. How about you guys? I haven't hooked one yet. Mm. But I will be honest with everyone and let them know that I haven't gone that much either. Mm -hmm. Like, I've only been out. You have not been relentless. I have not (laughs) been addicted or relentless. (laughs) Honestly, these last few weeks, it's just been like one to two hour trips, like on the way to different places. I haven't had a full day. Like well, it's kind of hard too weeks. because I mean, the, I mean, beside last week, you know, the conditions were really, I mean, really kind of a tough struggle. You know, you 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 know, you guys know, you know, under those conditions, you know, you can probably weed out some spots real quick and see if there's fish in there, and if they're not, you know, they're not. You know, you got to run into them still. Yeah, yeah. Was, the water was on the drop, and it was definitely a one, two, three cast move, one, two, three cast move, just hunting. Yeah, I can't say that I've only been fishing one or two hours a trip. I've been grinding, yeah, not that's finding true. fish. <laughs> that's true. Grinding. So it's been a challenge. And in fact, I was uh, on a river that was blown out the day before, and then I dropped into it the next day, and it was prime. Like that perfect steelhead green I had. Was this on Monday? This would have been Thursday. It was a little high still, but it looked awesome. Uh, Wednesday, it was blown. And I had, you know, miles of the river to myself. So one other car on the whole river and I just worked it. And I know this river really well. Oh, no. Okay. That's when I was, I was yeah. with the family at the Great Wall. Uh, uh, I go on. <laughs> I'm interested I mean, now. <laughs> any, every spot that there should have been a steelhead in, there wasn't. And I was bummed. It wasn't, I didn't have high expectations just based off the way things have been, but I thought maybe I'd catch a burner coho, maybe, but not not even that. So yeah, so we went out. That's what I said me and me and Charles went out this weekend, and we freaking we went to a creek and we mm-hmm. hit it pretty hard and didn't find any. But we did talk to the fish checker who said they've been she's been checking fish in there, so they're coming back into there for sure. Good. Um, but then we went to one of my other rivers that I know normally gets early wild fish, like quite a few early wild fish. So I'm like, dude, let's go check it out because if we can land on them, it'll be good with it being low. Mm-hmm. And we just. Nothing. One freaking coho and one steelhead, and that was it. Mm. What's crazy too is like, is I know you guys weren't here for for um, the the first part of the live feed, but we were talking about the live feed because I didn't get to fish that drop on Thursday, Friday, but I got to fish it on Monday. And same thing, like you know, I, I missed that first one, and we like I said we've gotten four, but I mean I'm fishing it every day and covering literally twelve miles. I mean literally top to bottom, and then every one that I have found has been like rando spots just just kind of weird anyways back to your point fished at mud day kind of on that drop water was like perfect level 
three and a half, four foot, steely mm-hmm. green. Like, and I was telling my guys, I'm like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this. I've been waiting <laughs> right. for this. Oh, this is going to be great. Everything was the most prime, dude. We did not land a fish, not even a damn summer. It was pathetic. I even told the guys, like, when we got done, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I got to get you guys out again. I don't know what the hell happened. But I think, yeah, so some, I think we had that low, clear water, and the, some of the fish that were coming in, the very few, kind of moved in, and they were getting plucked, you know, here or there. Summers were getting plucked, too, but then after that freaking high water, they were gone. Nothing came in behind them. Yeah. Or they're just so few and far between, they're just shooting by us. That, that Thursday, when I got to the river and I had that prime section of the river to myself, my adrenaline was pumping. Like, in my hand, <laughs> I was on. like, oh, it's on. It's on. <laughs> yeah. Kick and off a steel season right now. I, I will say, I mean, and I fished it for a good six hours, like covered a lot of water. And then I went to work afterwards, but I will say, even though I didn't catch a fish, I felt damn good. Cause like the conditions were great and there was no one else around. Oh, and I yeah. felt like, I felt like a champ, even though I didn't catch a fish. So like some positivity out of it. I mean, it gave me something, even though I didn't catch any fish, you know, I was telling my guys, I'm like, okay, we're driving up the river. I'm like, hey, see that hole? I go, if I don't have a fish by that hole, I'll be grouchy. <laughs> Got to that hole, I was grouchy. <laughs> it was like, but I was jazzed. It was, it looked good. So at least we got a little bit of water. Of course, now we're back down to low and clear mm-hmm. conditions. But maybe I'll slow up what's coming in. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully. I hope to find some this weekend. I'm going to get out and poke around probably. We'll be out Friday for a while. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have a good chunk of time Friday yeah. for sure. See if we can find anything. Just practice casting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stories and, you know, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm going to have to do tons of stories before. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. It's 2018, man. Embrace it. <laughs> fly guy at heart. Yeah, I, I might have got a touch today. That's pretty cool. On the fly? On a, no. No, that's, oh. just, that's how fly guy is. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got a touch. I think I got a tug. Oh, man. Got a sipper. Yeah, <laughs> got a sipper. Oh, got a sipper. Oh, dude, you haven't heard <laughs> oh, that? Like, oh, I yeah. heard that one. Oh, just even if they just see, you know, because the big fish don't come out of the water, they just. Oh, I see. Oh, oh like, trout. The surface. The trout. Got the it. Trout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, huh? Like, and and nobody else will sipper? ever know because it's just the, <laughs> the little <laughs> tiny pole. <laughs> so much. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have switched to a size 20. Not, I don't know. I was say, we're not making Marlon's case here to try to get him enthralled with fly fishing anytime soon, but I enjoy it. Have you guys been looking at the counts for Bonneville from as far as steelhead over the last few years? I had a little bit of time today and like I went through each year and uh, I mean, it was 2014. There was like 300 and this is an exact quote, but like 330,000. Like this year it's at 102. And uh, you watch it, it goes from like 330 to like 260 to like 180 to like 102. It's like just a steady, steady drop. And, you know, we all go up above Bonneville and fish. And, I mean, I can tell you this year that I spent 15 days fishing above Bonneville, like full days, two like overnight trips, caught one steelhead. Yeah. I mean. It's like watching it fall apart year to year. Yeah. It really is crazy. disgusting. I I wonder like – yeah, I mean, obviously it's completely disgusting, but at the same time, it's, I mean, yeah, we do got a somewhat. Our steelhead runs, though, have normally never, like, if you go look at the history yeah. of the Columbia River, like, we've never had bad steelhead returns. You know what I mean? Like, right. they just haven't, they've always been pretty solid. So what is, what has changed? Well, I mean, I think you have, you, you definitely have missing hatchery components. 
I mean, obviously not as much for summers as you do winters. Yeah. Um, gosh, but I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just at a loss. I haven't looked at, I haven't looked at that. I mean, I knew we were, I knew we had a dismal year. I know they're fighting the ramifications of that over in the Idaho fishery, yeah. Idaho fishery situations. But I, I thought now this could be a different component of that hundred and, of the 108,000, would you say 108,000? Yeah, I think it's 102 this 102, year. 102,000? Like, yeah. it might be a different component, but I thought they were saying they were having a better year this year than they did last year. This is year. what I, I just wrote it down. Oh, okay. I a picture of it, but. Oh, gosh, I don't want to look at that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's very heartening, disheartening, but like I said, I think maybe the, maybe it's the, oh, yeah, whatever names, whatever. They're shut down. Yeah. So, but I think there's a, I thought there was a component that was doing better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just this one particular all. river that we're fishing, but I mean, almost exact same timing, similar conditions. Um, five years ago, we had a year. Oh, dude, that one year, when there was four of us fishing, three day trip. It was like 150 steelhead landed. <laughs> just bonkers. Oh, the and, good old days. And then Joe and I did that same trip this year. I got one. I mean, we worked even harder more hiking, more methods, and I was one for two. It's to the point, it's like, you know, in the truck, you're like, did we forget how to mm. fish? Do we have to look at pictures to remind ourselves? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we used no. to be able to do that. I think uh, it's, you start second-guessing everything you're doing. Like, did I change something? You know, did, did the, the leader, my test on the leader, is that too, Dude, too heavy? I can't right? count how many times that's oh. happened to me. Well, I can't every time I think that's happened to me during the day of freaking guiding. Yeah, I can imagine. You know what I mean? Like, you know, get get some consistency, get two or three days going, and then you get out there and it's a little bit of a slower day and you maybe see, you know, a few caught kind of thing. And then you're just like running down the checklists. Like, mm-hmm. okay, like you said, is it leader material? Yep. Is it bait? Is it scent? Mm-hmm. Colors? Bait? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Checking your 5% oh, like it crushes you. hooks, lines. Yep. Well, let's just hope that that's not going to happen. There's going to be so many fish return this winter, dude. We're not even going to know what happened. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be bonkers. <laughs> I, hope so. I don't know. <laughs> hope so. I think I just keep saying I'm like, well, it can't get any worse. So, dude, there could be some good wilds coming. You never know, dude. Sometimes those resilient bastards come back strong. Yeah, I think I think for winter steel, I think we're looking at the next rain for these these uh, these rivers that are stocked. I think you know, next rain we should. I know there was quite a few, not quite a few. I mean, there was definitely some fish pushing in. Definitely going to be late, but I'm not too worried about that because everything was late this year. A couple salmon rivers even finally got their fish. I mean, Papa was I know. He, he said he had his best fall Chinook day of the whole season last week, and he wasn't targeting Chinook, and he was fishing beads. Wow. That says a lot. I mean, when you have guys that are like trolling the bays, 360 and A and I mean, everything, gunning yeah. for them. And then here he is, first yeah. week of December, fishing beads for steelhead. That's having crazy. the best day of Chinook wow. fishing of the fall. Wow, pretty crazy. Yeah. So I'm real interested to see what happens when we open up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not going there, uh, <laughs> but you know, like yeah. So there, there could be some layer fish going. It's like I said with the, going back to winter steelhead, those early fish. You know, we'll see. We haven't really necessarily had the best water for them. We're not typical, yeah, typical yeah, water so. I, there's definitely a few around though. Like we're seeing some get caught. So you, when you guys are, te- what are you guys using normally? When you're, are, do you guys have specific what techniques? What you using? You're freaking. <laughs> you, 
Are you guys bead fishermen? Are you spoon fishermen? Are 12 you foot leaders, double beads. I 12 mean, foot leaders, flat. double beads. I <laughs> freaking right? knew it, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. They're only exactly. biting black. I knew it. Yeah. If you guys don't follow Relentless Angling on Instagram, you better get over there and look at all the fish <laughs> that they floss up. <laughs> <laughs> so, honestly, we do fish beads. And uh, we were talking about it on the way over. Uh, I sort of wonder if we fish them a little bit differently. Because... You know, you walk up in the river and everyone's fishing beads at a spot. And there's usually pretty long leaders. And it almost looks like they're bobberdogging, but not with a true bobberdogging setup. Um, we run them um, a little bit more like pink worm. Yeah. Yeah, like um, you would a pink worm under a bobber a leader. Yeah, some inline split shot. Without a, without a jig head. Mm-hmm. Yep, just thread it on the, le- on the leader. Yep. So we don't run long leaders for beads. Um, you know, definitely this time of year starting off, we run, you know, we run bait, whether it's coon shrimp or eggs or, you know, some tip rivers jigs. more than others. Yeah. It yeah. just depends on what river. Mm-hmm. Um, I use bait on all rivers. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was We're fishing a bull by WDFW and ODFW regular. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> I was fishing. A, so those two that I hooked Marlon, um, were on mad river worm. Nice. Blue jig head, a little chunk of, uh, meat on there mm-hmm. and a guy told me oh, that'll ruin the action of the worm i was like well that's weird <laughs> still had liked it they're hungry yeah they want to eat right yeah well just something to bring them in i yeah i've heard a lot of people doing that recently putting a little tip in their worms and stuff mm-hmm. it's a big ugly presentation but it works i think it's sexy <laughs> but well, then the conditions you have too, the the colder, clearer water situations, I think having a little bit of extra something, something on mm-hmm. there they can smell on and chew on is definitely. I think that helps them. It helps huge. Yeah. It would definitely like bar- your little spawn sacks. Spawn yeah. sacks, prawns, whatever. If I could only else. fish three methods all winter, it would be beads, jigs, tipped with prawn. Um, and then I run spoons with a trailer behind it with a fly um and there's been days where nothing else is working and that fly and almost treat the spoon like a like a dodger like they don't usually hit have you heard of this okay i've seen it work i've been so, outfished so, by so it so like what the joe's <laughs> seen it um nine times out of ten they'll hit the fly they don't hit the spoon and you I got, mean, it makes sense. You can do the same thing with like a hoochie or something. Put a hoochie freaking behind it for a couple. Oh yeah, hoochie <laughs> just freaking ripping back there. Yeah, you could throw in uh, bead and some yarn. You could do hoochie, whatever you want. Um, yeah. So one thing I would question is, have you ever like had like Joe run through first with a spoon without your fly on there, mm-hmm. and then run through after? Yep. And see if. Like, it's just like, oh, no, it was just that's what you put in their face, so that's what they ate. This one whole, or just one instance I can think of, we ran bait, beads, jigs, spinners. Joe went back up to the truck, get some lunch ready, and I chucked that thing out there and hooked up. What I mean, though, more more is like, do you think the fly is necessary? Do you think that if you just fished a spoon, that fish that came in to look at that because that flash and that thump of that spoon is what's bringing that fish in. And then he's like, Oh, there's a fly. Eat it. 
Yeah, it could be, you know, he sees the spoon and he's behind it and he grabs the fly because it's right in his face. Yeah. So, and, and typically when it hits the fly, just like in Spay, you're, Sweet. he's hitting it like almost right at the bank uh-huh. at the end of your swing. So I think that fish is sitting there. He's brought in by the spoon and then he's just looking at that fly and mm-hmm. that spoon and kind of, mm-hmm. and then you start doing a little kind of like a jig retrieve. Mm-hmm. Just give it a little bit. That's him. I'll hit it. Interesting. And I don't fish that way all winter. It. Like that's yeah. not like a primary. That's kind of the. I wonder. Let me just give it a couple of these. Like at the end, after we've tried everything else, and it's cool to see it work. It's really cool. Yeah, we run spoons through everything, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like we are always like, it's usually jig, worm, spoon. Like right. usually in that method. And then if right. there's a guy fishing beads, and we kind of let him. F- run his dumb beads through there but usually we don't <laughs> usually we don't that's <laughs> uh, fine uh, dude you know what's funny is the one thing I hate about beads is our like a couple of our local rivers in particular like I just swear dude that they don't eat beads like there's like I don't know if it's the salmon production like there maybe there's just not that many eggs floating down the river so they just don't even target them or all they're just not focused in on them or what but like yeah Dude, I don't care what you say. Like, I know people that fish the have fished the hell out of them on some of our streams, and those fish just don't eat them. Yeah. And I got in particular. Remember that day I came down and you were fishing, mm-hmm. and you guys were fishing beads mm-hmm. like crazy through there. And I came in with my jig and was like, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, with my jig. And I think I ended up, <laughs> you were doing that too. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I ended up two rods giving you, giving you one of those jigs and was mm-hmm. like, dude, try these jigs, like. But I just I don't think it's that you guys were fishing wrong. I think that those fish literally just don't eat beads. Yeah, there's two of our local rivers that we don't really fish beads because we found the same thing. It doesn't doesn't seem to work. Do you think, Cameron? That, that do you, have you ever found that? I'd like to try it. I'd like to do yeah. like a tournament where you know, we yeah. have one raft float down. The only thing he fishes is beads, and then the other raft floats down. The only thing he fishes is jigs. It sounds like I it's th- going to be addicted, relentless. Yeah, <laughs> we need to try some. That would be cool. But I will say, I think it's all going to depend on the water conditions that day, because the the particular river you're talking about, it does seem like the second that those that those flows drop in the runs that we run, those fish jettison out of there, and so like when it turns into more of like the beady water situation. I just don't think those fish are freaking there. Cause as many times as you and I have tried to float that section, if it's below, I'll screw it all. If it's below six, good luck. Right. Yeah. Except for maybe one, two spot. I don't know. It's so I think there might be a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's hard, it's hard though, but maybe those fish are also hiding in the boulder curtains and we're just not fishing with beads. Yeah, we don't fish beads in the summer. That's what I'm wondering. Maybe I'm not fishing them right. Yeah. That's why I'd like to get a guy like Pop off or something, float, someone that does it a lot, that fishes a lot of beads on other rivers or something, and get them going through there and seeing what they could do. Get them fired up. Yeah. I mean, they definitely take beads. They definitely grab them. You know, I mean, I mean, especially like this year too. Like, even though I know you're saying you've got, gotten all yours on worms, I think we've gotten three of ours on beads and then one of them on a jig. And it's like, and I and, just refuse to support the bead movement. <laughs> I just we know. We refuse to support the bead movement. No, but I mean, like right now, the water that we've mainly had so far this season has been pretty conducive to bead fishing. In fact, the, in fact, the last deal that we got was on a bead trailer off a little tiny jig. So it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely, I mean, they're seeing them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's no doubt about that. Yeah. 10 foot of yeah. visibility yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the season bears up. Yeah, hopefully we get some more consistent rain, you know, not these huge spikes. 
Yeah. Where it just blows everything out. That's values. what I hate. I hate then, when it's just like mm-hmm. 10,000 and then back down to like 200. Yeah, the next yeah. day, like three days later. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen this year for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. So when, when you guys start targeting like later in the year, when you start targeting like wild steelhead and stuff, one of the things that I've loved is you guys have been huge supporters of our addicted landing nets. And so talk about why. Like, because I never came to you and said, hey, dude, freaking rock our landing net. Like, I never... You guys are just doing that, and it's bad A that you guys have kind of jumped on that movement and supported us there. So, What's the name of that BC guy that we follow? Um, Captain... Captain Quinn. Captain Quinn. So I've been watching his videos forever, and they use landing nets up in BC. And And we looked uh, into those. And that's the first time I saw them. And right around that time, you guys had some prototypes going when you were starting production. So it was just an like, hey, we know Marlon. Let's use his landing nets. Cool. Um, Because it was also right around that time, you know, we were ditching the net. We didn't Mm want to carry the net down to the river. But then it's a real struggle if you're alone in certain spots to handle a steelhead properly. Yeah. Um, As soon as I saw that net, you know, you get your wheels turned. You're trying to come up with ways you can land a fish safely alone or with a buddy. Over the years, you get better and better at it. And... It really takes the pressure and the stress off of that moment when you're like, oh, I know it's stupid, but I want to get a picture of it, but I don't want to kill this fish. You don't have to go through this uh, internal dilemma, mm. you know, of like, could I drop this fish? Um, uh, you know. No, I totally the, the get it. The cops are going to jump out of the bushes, yeah. and I'm going to yeah. be no, there's, crucified. There's, and dude, it's, it, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to be right there with you on it. There's just no question. You know, especially with people that and see, so I see a lot of times like people that aren't good at hold, handling fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, like, I can get out of the raft, they can stay in the raft, they can stay safe, mm-hmm. get out of the raft, net the fish. The fish is going to, dude, once those fish get in those nets, they calm down. It, oh, they yeah. Do. It like yeah. collapses around them, and I think they just say, okay, well, this is it. I guess I'm it's going safe. to that pearly freaking white place in the sky. Or no. well, I don't know what it is, but they definitely. I don't know what it out. is, but they don't give you a whole lot of like no. the death throw. I think they feel like, I, I swear, I think it's. So this this is not scientific at all. Whatsoever. I think they feel like the netting kind of brushing against them here and there. And even though it's a knotless nylon net, you don't even see any slime. So it's not like it's remo- It's not like they're they're entrapped in there. But I right. think they just feel it, so they know they're not gonna like try to like death roll into it. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So like I think they kind of feel it. You kind of block them off, and then maybe it's just something like, okay, well, I guess I'm in cover, so maybe I'm safe. I'm not getting jerked around anymore. I'm gonna chill here. Well, obviously, client gets out of the boat. You can tell them, okay, left hand here, right hand here. I'm going to drop the net down. I'm going to grab the phone. Quick picture, instant release, goodbye. Yeah. Or maybe not it. dragging them up on the rock. You have your time to do it right. You're not dragging up on the rocks, beating the hell out of them. Right. Like, there's a there's a million, million. So, for us, the reason I originally, like, got passionate behind Addicted Landing is because we don't make shit on them. We, by the time we pay Jacob because they're handmade, and by the time, like, all the effort goes into us doing these things, we're not making a ton of money. We sure. do these addicted landing nets for one reason only, and it's to educate new anglers on how to handle steelhead. And it's just an easy way for us to to, con- to keep that continued education. And it's also they're just the uses of them are they way outweigh like the negativity of ever like carrying a net. The like only that. negativity about them is that they are harder to net fish with. Like, yeah, it will take some coordination, but they collapse better into a backpack. They they're yep. more conducive to what we do when we hike around. And we run around, and they are better for the fish. Yeah. So, and I don't even care. Like, if you go buy a freaking 
there's some I saw some company down north that's making landing nets now. I don't give a but buy like just if you're you plan on going into fish for wild steal it, especially if you're by yourself and you want to get a picture, you better have something like that or yes. you better just let the fish go. And people yeah, I don't I'm sick and tired of seeing wild steelhead on rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. People see that tool and it's a conversation starter too. Yep. You know, like they see us using it and like, oh, I've been thinking about getting one of those. And I think just having it present and it being yes. in people's minds yes. is what opens up the opportunity for education. People asking questions as opposed to, you know, a guy posts a picture and maybe the fish is out of the water, maybe there's sand on it, yeah. and the guy getting reamed. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that's and that's another thing we should talk about too is just if you're if you are an angler out there and you're passionate about wild steelhead and stuff like we are, let's you know, some of these guys are new. They're all we were all to this point at some time in our lives when we landed a steelhead and we didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like we yeah. were like, Oh my god, look at this thing, you yep. know, like we just freaked out because we had this giant fish, right? There's my, a lot yeah. of kids, there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of new anglers that are doing and experiencing those same things and they just don't know. They're literally posting that picture up because they're pumped that they caught a fish. It sucks to rain on their parade a little bit too. It does. So what I recommend yeah. is that we shouldn't just bash them publicly. No, Maybe send them a message. Maybe send them, hey, hey, here's a here's an idea. Like here's why we try to protect these fish or whatever. And you know, and then and also if, preach brood stalking. If the op- <laughs> if the opportunity exists, it's best to do it in person too. Like the honest truth, ten years ago when I caught my first wild steelhead, uh, I didn't handle it properly. Yeah. Put it that way. Because I didn't know. I really didn't know. And a guy down the bank, kind of a little gruff, but he educated me. (laughs) You know? I think some of my favorite moments in my landing net have been when I'm on the river and I'm fishing and I look up. In fact, I'll tell you a story. I I looked up river. I saw this old dude. You know, he's probably late 60s, fighting a 15 pound steelhead. And like the thing came out of the water a couple times. I was like, oh, that's a. That's a nice fish. And I'm sitting there watching this guy and clearly can tell, like, he had probably had a really hard time getting down to the river, right? Just his health or whatever. Yeah. And uh, a couple things. Like, I wanted to help the guy, first of all, land the fish, but I wanted to make sure the fish, because I knew it was going to happen. I knew, I mean, he, he couldn't even bend down, right? I, I knew he was just going to drag it up like 10 feet. So I boogied up there, bust out my net, netted the fish for him, helped him get a picture of it. Like, in my mind, I probably saved that fish's life, you know? And like, that's not, Oh, save the fish's life. You guys know what I'm saying though. Like I help protect that fish. Like we want that fish to breed. Right. Yeah. You know? And I think, you know, it's, it takes, it takes a a person that goes, okay. Like, especially when you're learning how to net those fish by yourself and with a landing net, like I might lose this fish when I'm trying to do this. Yeah. Right. And you gotta be like, it doesn't matter because I'm learning something new. You know, I think that's a, should be, that's a key point we all talk about is never stop learning. Right. Yeah. So challenge yourself in different ways. Don't be afraid to lose a fish and and learn something new and do something that is going to help the run in the long run. Right. I always joke about it a little bit. It's like, well, think of it this way. It's like, you, like you said, you're challenging yourself. It's almost like when the guys like go from spinning rods to like fly fishing rods and they're challenging <laughs> to hook a fish. It's like, well, now you're challenging. It's just another, it's like another step in progression, you know, yeah. the evolution. evolution. I don't think so that's e- challenging. Cause it's so I think that's, easy to net him with a hoop net. I think that's like <laughs> making it just like, it's a joke. Uh, Marlon. Relax. Mm, don't a, don't fly joke. rage. He's going to go fly rage. Do you guys rage. think, uh, one of the reasons, one of the reasons that the fish chill out once they get in the landing net is the fact that like, first of all, we all feel different. We're going to kill a fish. Right. And maybe they, they pick up on a little bit. Cause like, I know when I'm about to kill something, I'm like, like all pumped up and ready to 
Well, and I'm that, about to kill something. I'm going to net him with a hoop net. I'm going to throw his ass out of the water when I'm bonking. Yeah. So I think but that's probably why he's freaking out, right? He's like, ah! yeah, because he's out yeah. of the water. Yeah, because if you see it, if you're out there and you're like, oh, it's clipped, it's clipped, yep. you ain't looking for the landing net. You're ripping that thing up on the bank as fast <laughs> yeah. as you can get it up right. on the bank. Hatchery. Once you figure out. Yeah, kill it. So <laughs> Joe's describing, like, it's time to bonk it. Joe's describing, like, all the wild fish get together and talk. And they're like, all right, listen. <laughs> no, he's talking this guy's about treating like you okay. An, he's yeah. talking about more like an aura, like a fish can sense, just like we were fish talking about. Just looks out there and he sees the bloodlust in your eyes. Yeah, that's right. He's drooling, your bangs hanging out. Versus, <laughs> oh, we're going to let this one go. He's, oh, he's getting out the camera. We're good, dude. He's like, Give it up. <laughs> it's a conversation to have, I bet. Uh, I bet. <laughs> I'm sure the state will study that somewhere and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars doing it for no damn reason, like everything else. Anyways, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Just took the fun out of it. <laughs> Unbelievable, dude. Cameron's always so negative. I know. He's like one of the most negative people we have in Addicted. It's insane. There's always got to be one. Right, Joe? Realistic. Realistic. Corey. Realistic. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> there's always got to be one, and there's only two of you. So That's right. Like... <laughs> <laughs> just like one each other. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> so what other are you – so other than – Let's kind of switch gears again on these guys out there listening. And other than steelhead, is there any other fish that you guys like to do or any other fishing you guys like to do out there? Yeah. I mean, we definitely target all salmon species, but, uh, you know, just with the runs the way they've been lately, we've been doing some small Creek trout fishing. It's been a lot of fun. And then, uh, you know, we had a little dialogue earlier about, about bass. Yeah. Uh, and j- definitely not my, ch- my choice species, but it's a great way for me to go out with my kids. And, uh, like, dude, I, lo- it's so, I love bass. Dude, I learn a lot from my boys every time I go out there. They're like, Dad, you're doing that wrong. Like, that's, uh, top water and you're trolling under the water, right? I'm like, oh. And then what happens? I catch a fish. <laughs> like, <laughs> st- stupid bass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you're doing it wrong and it still bit it. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> oh, gee. Uh, then Kokanee. Corey, you've been, uh, doing a bunch of Kokanee. Yeah, Kokanee's awesome. It's like a little miniature ocean. And, uh, you know, that was a ton of fun. Like Joe said, creek fishing, trout. I absolutely love uh, fly fishing, trout. Um, oops, I almost said a bunch of river names right there. <laughs> but, you know, bum, bum, bum. trout that live in rivers. Yeah. Um, rivers around here that you trout fish? Yeah, so in the last couple of years, I've been trying just to find little tiny creeks and streams that are legal and open to fish. Um, that are close to home that have fish in there. And I don't think a lot of people realize. Um, and then of course going out East. Yeah. Fly fishing gets a little bit better. Yeah. Me and my buddy Cody, we a few years ago, we, we mobbed around and did that same thing, like trying to find him little local like little trout hidden, yeah. spots. And we yeah. found some pretty, there's some pretty good spots. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. It's man. cool. Like yeah. drop in the back of somebody's house, like in their neighborhood, and you're like popping like twelve inch rainbows out of the back of their, you know, yard. You're like, oh, this is cool. You know? <laughs> mm-hmm. And they have no idea, you know. They're like, what are you guys doing back there? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Hanging out, mushroom hunting. Mm-hmm. Well, one of our favorite, one of our favorite little creeks. My kids actually figured out. They're like, hey, dad, check this out. We caught this trout. And they brought it home. You know, and like we fillet it, and the meat's just like bright red. You know, belly's full of crawdads. I'm like, where did you catch this? <laughs> Take me there right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's freaking awesome. So you both fly fish or just Corey? Just Corey. Just me. Yeah. Uh, down. <clears throat> yeah, a guy that I worked with for a lot of years, he was from Utah. We kind of did the the trade. I taught him how to 
fish steelhead. We taught me how to fly fish, trout. Um, yeah, I've been trying to get Joe on board with fly fishing. He's holding strong. I bought a fly rod. I got a reel. I sold the fly rod because, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's got the reel. Another salmon rod. Yeah, exactly. yeah, so you're going to use your spinning rod or something? Or what? No. But dude, honestly, I've been trying center pin, and I was kind of going off on this last night. Oh, I was yeah. like, Joe, I will. I would fly fish, spay, single hand for a full year before anyone said, all right, you got to do center pin for a year. Like, I need to go with somebody who center pin fishes because I was out there just losing my mind <laughs> casting that thing. I was like, I this is ridiculous. I've always said it'd be a good addictive life episode because I haven't done any center pin fishing either. And I think it'd be funny to like, okay, get get a couple guys on a good river and just watch, just record everything on their first day. Trying I would to, do try it. To go I think that'd motions. be fun. Oh, I'd be a hot mess. It'd be perfect. It'd be, yeah. It might make for a good addictive life episode. Might be bleeping out a lot of customers. <laughs> in it, it might mm-hmm. be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. We got to do it on a river and a day that's good fishing though too. So we're yeah. just missing a bunch of fish and just being really mad. So. Did you guys happen to watch our uh, steelhead blooper video? I don't think. Uh, I my boy edited it. It's pretty funny. It's there's a lot. We'll of, to, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. YouTube. It's pretty funny. It's like a minute long, but it's. <laughs> there's some funny stuff in it. Oh my beep! My yeah. beep! Yeah. The part where I like dive after a fish and get it on the bank after it comes off. You're like it's it's good stuff. That's so, epic, boy. <laughs> Classy, classy mm-hmm. stuff. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I think with that said, guys, we're going to start wrapping this thing up. Cam, do you got any updates out there for any of the addicts or anything we want to let people know? December 13th, fall, our winter bash. Yep. December 13th, if you're out there listening, we want you to come hang out with us December 13th at Fisherman's this Marine. better be out Tiger. before December 13th. See, I put up a little timeline on that for you, Nick. This will be out before December 13th, all you podcast listeners. Perfect. December 13th, Fisherman's Marine. We're going to be there with one of our winter yep. bash events, so come hang out with us there. Tiger location. Also, we launched a bunch of new apparel, so if you haven't checked it out, please head over to our website and buy yourself a sweatshirt, hat, t-shirt. You can say what these guys say with their apparel. It will help you catch more fish. I saw that on a couple of your guys' hats, dude, and I was laughing. Catch <laughs> <laughs> so more fish. Where yeah. we were like, dude, we have to make a video where we just make a funny video where we have, and we should do this just, I'll do it with relentless and addictive gear. Yeah. But a video where we yeah. just roll around and we're like just acting like the apparel and is like making us catch the fish. Like we'll have a dude that's rocking some other like apparel that doesn't yeah. say addictive. Never mind the $600 rod. It's right. the freaking random. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had a good little comment thread going back and forth too on one of those posts. Where it was like, you're like, how about an addicted hat? And I was like, how about an addicted hat and relentless shirt? Dude, fish wouldn't even know it hit him. Yeah. Like, um, we'd yeah. be out there fishing with magnets. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Anyway, guys, check out all of our new apparel, please. Addicted.fishing. You don't have to put .com, it's addicted.fishing. So check that out and give your guys the social media and stuff again. Yeah. Check us out. Relentless angling on Instagram, uh, relentless angling.com for, um, our, uh, our page. And then we're on Facebook and YouTube as well. Just relentless angling. Cool. Well, thanks yeah. for joining us guys. We appreciate it. Dude. Thanks for having us. Yeah. We've been wanting to dip our toe in the podcast world. For well, a little maybe while. we'll have to do some videos. To, maybe we'll have to organize that funny one. I think yeah, it'd be blast. Sounds like we're going to have to. Yeah. yeah thanks yeah. for having us. Yep. All right, Good guys, times. everyone out there tuning in, make sure you hit subscribe. We'll see you on the river. Later guys.